The autonomous administration of Sinjar have called for respect for their autonomy and demanded to be included in negotiations over the future of the Yazidi homeland. Analysts have also scrutinized the ongoing crisis in the region, both spotlighting Turkish-Iraqi security cooperation against Kurds and Yazidis in the Middle East, and calling for continued Yazidi autonomy in the face of Western indifference. Elsewhere in the region, a Kurdish youth has been issued with death threats for identifying himself as a Kurd in a Turkish prison where he has been held for 12 years. Learn more in our daily review. The exclusion of Yazidi political bodies from ongoing negotiations over the future of their homeland Sinjar is the root cause of current conflict in the region, the Sinjar Autonomous Administration has said. The statement, released on Monday, comes in the context of ongoing military tensions in the region, leading to the death of at least one Yazidi as federal Iraqi troops have sought to increase their presence in the region, also known by its Kurdish name of Shengol. The target of the Turkish state is not limited to Sinjar. The Turkish state wants to start a war in Iraq and to realize its neo-Ottoman dreams. The SAA stated, We state once again that we want to solve our problems together and within a united Iraq. But at the same time, we want the Sinjar Autonomous Administration and the Self-Defense Forces to be respected. The SAA was formed in the aftermath of the 2014 internationally recognized ISIS genocide against the Yazidi religious minority. In their statement, they said, the Yazidi society faced a ferman in 2014 in front of the whole world, using a Kurdish term meaning genocide, mass killing or pogrom. The statement continued, the Iraqi army turned away and left Sinjar. The Kurdistan Democratic Party in great betrayal was a partner in this ferman. The occupying Turkish state, on the other hand, wanted to wipe us out using the Islamic State. These circumstances led to the establishment of political and military bodies intended to represent the region on an autonomous, devolved basis. We started to build our autonomous administration so that our people will not face firmans again, the SAA said. All institutions of the autonomous administration were built in this period at great cost. Shengol Resistance Units, or YBS, Shengol Women's Units, or YJS, and the Security Forces, or Ezekzun Asayish, have taken responsibility as fighters for the Yazidi faith, and many have died for their people. However, external political actors have continued to assert control over the region through military and political means, leading to the present unrest.
In particular, the SAA drew attention to the fact that indigenous Yazidi-led organizations are excluded from the 9th of October agreement signed between Baghdad and the devolved Kurdish authorities in Erbil's Kurdistan regional government. That agreement was widely decried by Yazidis in Shengal and elsewhere for failing to include their political representatives or opinions in the future of the region. Describing this agreement as the cause of all problems in the region, they concluded, we also call on international powers to stop supporting the 9th of October agreement. Supporting this agreement means supporting a new Furman, which the Yazidi people will be subjected to. The Sinjar Autonomous Administration's condemnation of international inaction over the crisis in the Yazidi homeland has been echoed by analyst Meral Chichek. None of these charlatan states, who behave as if their intention is to protect the Yazidi people and their beliefs, have made the slightest effort to ensure that the Yazidis can live in their own lands in peace and security, the analyst wrote in her article for Yeni Uzgur Politika. Chichek highlighted waves of migration from the region driven by the repeated genocides and mass killings culminating in the 2014 slaughter at ISIS's hands. Though Western states have made token gestures towards supposedly humanist and helpful policies, these only served to further depopulate the region, Chichek said. On the contrary, she added, faced with genocidal attacks and related deportation policies, the only way the Yazidis can continue to live in their lands is by attaining capabilities of self-government and self-defence. As such, Chichek also called for an end to policies of mass migration and the attempted return to a pre-2014 status quo. Instead, she said, the only solution for the region could come from an autonomous and indigenous political organising like that being conducted by the Sinjar Autonomous Administration. In conclusion, she said, the powers that left Yazidis defenceless in the face of genocide at the hands of ISIS yesterday are today cooperating to complete what ISIS left unfinished. It is foolishness to expect help from those who are a part of or even the engineers of this plan. What needs to be done is to defend the autonomy of Sinjar with a spirit of warfare. There is no other way. A Kurdish prisoner who was arrested and jailed at a young age by Turkish authorities has recently been threatened with death because he said he was a Kurd. Naif Ischi has been in prison for 12 years. The Kurdish youth from Turkey's Kurdish-majority city of Jizra was still at school at 14 when his house was raided 
and he was arrested. He was sentenced to 24 years in prison over charges of aiding and making propaganda for a terrorist group and was incarcerated. Mother, Nebahat Ishchi, says they cannot visit him because they do not have the financial means. Recently, the family learned on the phone that he had been threatened with death in prison simply because he said, I am a Kurd. Speaking to press, Nebahat said, You jailed my son when he was only 14. You were not able to discourage him back then. Will you be able to do that now? He has a plate in his leg. He has an ulcer in his stomach. His eyes cannot see very well. He has difficulty walking up the stairs. Nebahat was referring to a metal plate inserted in her son's leg after a road traffic accident, but which should have been removed after a six-month period 12 years ago. The neglect is reportedly causing Ishchi mobility issues. His mother continued, I will raise hell if anything happens to my son. They have threatened him with death. This is the second time they have done it. Not only that, they also banned visits for one month. No matter what you do, we are Kurds. Turkey may be behind the recent Iraqi deployment in the Yazidi homeland of Sinjar. Middle East expert Fahim Tashtekin has said, in an analysis of Turkish-Iraqi cooperation against Kurdish and Yazidi targets. The Iraqi army's move to reassert control over the region has come at the same time as the latest Turkish incursion into the Kurdistan region of Iraq, he noted, in an article for Al Monitor, raising the question as to whether Turkey is behind Iraq's recent move. Turkish President Recep Tayyip Erdogan has stressed before that they will not let Sinjar turn into another Kandil, with reference to the Kandil Mountains in the Kurdistan region of Iraq, where the Kurdistan Workers' Party has bases. Turkey has conducted a years-long bombing campaign against the embattled region also known as Shengol, justifying its operations on the basis of operations against the Kurdistan Workers' Party, or PKK, but primarily killing local Yazidis. While the Sinjar resistance units were indeed formed with the assistance of the PKK, during joint efforts to withhold the ISIS advance in 2014, the PKK has announced its withdrawal from the region and operational and tactical links between the two are speculative. Iraqi President Kadimi ordered the current deployment at Turkish President Erdogan's request, Tashtekin quoted an expert as saying, noting that security cooperation was underway between the two sides, under a deal reached during the Turkish Defence Minister Halusi Akar's visit to Baghdad last year. Tashtekin added, a key factor shaping the climate in the area is an enduring mistrust among Yazidis towards the Iraqi army and the Peshmerga forces of the Kurdistan Democratic Party, 
the ruling party in Iraqi Kurdistan. Over their abandonment of Sinjar during the ISIS's genocidal campaign in the region. Kurdistan's natural beauty belies a harsh political reality. Columnist Frederica Geerdink has written for Media News. The journalist has travelled through Kurdistan to report on the ongoing struggle for Kurdish rights, autonomy, decentralisation and democracy, sometimes travelling into active war zones and experiencing what she describes as memorable, humbling, adrenaline-driven, painful and determining moments. Responding to a recent New York Times article spotlighting the first long-distance hiking trail in Kurdistan, Geerdink wrote, Kurdistan's nature is inextricably connected with its history, its pain, its struggle, its culture, its hospitality, its everyday life. I am so grateful that that is how I've gotten to know it. I think that's what makes me uneasy. Reducing it to just stunning pictures and great hikes doesn't do it justice. The full article can be read on the Media News website.